What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? doing great and how's everybody doing it is another episode of dave's nerd compendium and you know what i was talking to some buddies over the weekend and it we were talking about what we used to watch when we were kids and it especially hit on the weekends and one thing i used to remember watching a lot and it was primarily when i moved up here is it happened so back in 92 when I moved to Michigan um there was this thing it's called SNCC you're probably thinking what SNCC was Saturday Night Nickelodeon it was a two hour programming block that was geared towards older pre-teen to full-on teen audience it aired on 8pm and went till right about 10 o'clock in 2004, Snick was revamped as the Saturday Night Nick name was removed from its lineup in February of 1992 with a roundhouse, a musical comedy variety show, and Are You Afraid of the Dothology series that was a kid's version of Tales from the Crypt. Now, the ads and bumpers for SNCC featured the programming block's mascot, dubbed the Big Orange Couch, including in front of the in various other locations. It was retired in June of 1999 when the iconic couch stuffed with 25,000 Nickelodeon's 20 years of television. In 2006, I'm going to have to try to see if I can find them on, like, YouTube or like that has them. Because I wouldn't mind watching them again. We started off, if not all of 93, you had your two-hour block. Your first half hour was Clarissa Explains It All. Then you went Roundhouse, Ren and Stimpy. Then you closed it out with Are You Afraid of the Dark? And it seems like Are You Afraid of the Dark was always in that 9.30 slot. From 93 to mid-summer of 94, he had Clarissa explains it all. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Ren and Stimpy. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Then at 10 o'clock was Roundhouse. Starring, or for April... 16th of 1994, it went all, so you had all that, Roundhouse, Ren and Stimpy, and Are You Afraid of the Dark. With October 29th, 
the 8 o'clock slot was changed to Ah! Real Monsters. Then from December of 94 through most of uh, 96, at 8 o'clock he had The Secret World of Alex Mack. 8.30 had All That. 9 o'clock Ren and Stimpy. 9.30, Are You Afraid of the Dark? The only time that changed in that entire span was on Christmas Eve of 1995. On that day, you had Doug at 8, Rugrats at 8.30, Rocco's Modern Life at 9, and at 9.30 you had Ren and Stimpy. Throughout the early part of 1996, you had The Secret World of Alex Mack, Space Cases, All That, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Through the next half of, or next third, I should say, of uh, but she changed. Instead of Are You Afraid of the Dark, it was The Adventures of Pete and Pete. And the latter half of 96 into early 97, you had the All That spinoff, Kenan and Kel going into all that, going into space cases, going into Are You Afraid of the Dark? Through early 97, now this is going early, so till about June or July, so midway through, you went Kenan and Kel, all that. Kablam! Starting in August and running until November of 97, you had Rugrats, All That, Keenan and Kel, and Kablam! You pretty much keep that same exact thing, but that 9.30 slot changed. It went from the journey of, or from Kablam! to the journey of Alan Strange. Through October of 98... That 9.30, or actually, at 9 was all that. Then at 9.30, you had Animorphs. Remember Animorphs, it's where, like, I think it was five or six teenagers. I don't remember the premise beyond that, but that's all I remember. You had the Angry Beavers, Keenan and Kel, 9. And going until September of 1999, you had Roll That, Keenan and Kel, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Now, starting in 1999, they kind of changed Snick, but instead of Snick at Night, it was Snick House. So, late 99, so you're talking September, October of 99, through mid-2000... Your shows were Rugrats, The Amanda Show, 100 Deeds of Eddie McDowell. Now, January 22nd of 2000 had a different lineup, but it was just 
the 930 show went to Double Dare 2000. And it was mid-fall of 2000. Or I should say mid-picking up where the late 1990 to mid-2000, the mid-2000 to fall of 2000. It's... All the same shows just jostled around. So Rugrat stayed at your 8 o'clock out of the Amanda show. You had the 100 Deeds of Eddie McDowell. Then you have the Amanda show. All that. The fall of 2000 through winter of 2000. All that stays at your 930 slot. They're out or I should say throughout the entire slot. So the fall to winter of 2000, you had The Amanda Show, Noah Knows Best, Caitlin to Spring, so winter of 2000 until spring of Squarepants, The Amanda Show, 100, and then all that. Now, March 31st, 2001, you had Spongebob Squarepants, all that. The Fairly Odd Parents and Invader Zim. You had Spongebob, Amanda Show, The Brothers Garcia, and all that. After House was canceled in August of 04, um, after the least Snick, normal slots with Nick Flex, 90 Brothers. This went on from July 7th of 01 until January 12th till September 7th of 02. On January 19th of 02, a brand new SNCC began with a whole new lineup. Including, been on hiatus for a year and a half instead of, uh, bumpers now featured still pictures of various SNCC stars with your music playing in the background. So, from January to June of 02, The Amanda Show, Tiana, and the Nick through August of 02, they went back to Nick Flex, and then all that at 9.30. 02, Nick's featured... Uh, series was on air dare segments during but three members of the cast would pull a lever to determine the night's dare which one of the three would have to do the three cast members from all that in each segment would be placed in to participate in the dare if chosen two security guards entered and grab was arrested so they don't escape this Appears to have some of these dares included singing the national anthem in a diaper, bobbing for apple pub of raw eggs, eating a couple gallons of blue cheese, being painted with peanut butter and licked by a dog, hanging up arms dumped on a cast member's head, drinking a gallon of sweat, sitting in a giant bowl of J-Beauty pout pageant, eating 1,000 toenails pecked by hungry chickens, or shaving their 
school principal's leg. Or, I should say, legs. During this era of SNCC, the SNCC lineup went through some major transitions, including and Cousin Skeeter and the addition of a new show called Romeo. In February of 03, the lineup was All That, The Nick Cannon Show, The Amanda Show, and Cousin Skeeter. All Grown Up, Romeo, All That, and The Amanda Show. Now the next transition during design became a beehive creation brand of bumper sticker for the Saturday Night Nick. Uh, featuring orange splat morphing into show characters. Nickelodeon. Teen Nick, Saturday Night's replaced Snick and Saturday Night Nick for the 2004-2005 television. Nick name was dropped in February of 2009 to be later used with the full proper spelling of T-E-N N-I-C-K instead of T-E-E-A, where the teen was all capitalized and they just put the ick after it to where it sounded like teen nick as the N. Now from June to August of 04, it's the same lineup it looks like, all grown up, Romeo, all that, the Amanda show. So nothing really changed except for the graphics and the name. Now... Teen Nick, these era Nick shows starting at 12 o'clock a.m. Eastern. All that, Keenan and Kel are the most prominent. It was announced that the week of December 26th that Nicktoons will air classic Snick lineups from each year of, or of the 1990s with a classic Snick and Nickelodeon bumpers from the 1990s. On August 20 or August 17th, 2013, that for its Snickerversary, celebrating its 21st original lineup was aired. Clarissa explains it all. Renan's replaced by all that. Now, Snick has returned to Nick Teen three times. The first two under the block time slot of the 90s are all that. October 5th, 2015, and being renamed once of May 1st, 2017. Snick's third appearance on Nick Teens was to celebrate Snick's 20th anniversary by airing episode. Saturday night during the now again this time you're going from midnight until two o'clock in the morning for most of them except for one week on August fifth of twenty seventeen the adventures of Pete and Pete Clarissa explains it all are you afraid of the dark and Ren and Stimpy all that Keenan and Kel Keenan and Kel no you didn't. For August 15th, you had Clarissa and Are You Afraid of the Dark? August 19th, you had Kablam, Rugrats, Cat Dog. On August 26th, you had The Amanda Show, 
the Amanda Again, show. you did not hear me repeat myself. That's just the way it went. So, in thinking about this and following this, I went and found an article website that kind of has a bunch of different articles, and they ranked teen snick shows. So, I'm going to give you the rundown of what they feels like, or it feels like if Kablam was on influence. Of course, Stoner TV has always had a lot of in common programming. Children and stoners both just want to laugh, despite their bizarre cartoon stitches together by two cartoon hosts. Number 13, and looking at one of the cast members, it's Bobby Drake from the X-Men movie, a.k.a. Iceman, who took break, but I digress. Animorphs was a widely popular science, and with the kind of profit from tweens it follows five teenagers and one alien who can morph into any animal. That Are you honestly going to risk touching a bear just so you could turn into one? And maybe a parakeet. Sometimes they're truly terrifying. Number 12 is The Journey of Alan, or Alan Strange. This show was the epitome of the white. Who's the only black boy on the show? And a white family takes him in. They give him a clever name, Alan. Just a few... Um, he's not even allowed to live in the his alien cocoon. Again, this is all in the article, not my personal feelings. As, as a kid, I thought it was kind of sketchy. Coming in at number 11 is Space Cases. Space is something every kid in the 90s dreamed about, outer space. There's a reason, really, to get a chance to go to space camp, which, if you're reading us. Uh, the show was about a bunch of outcasts who were aboard an alien spaceship trying to find their way home. It's probably where we're led to believe the space chairs... Again, this is one of the shows that I would like to rewatch now just to see how it holds up. Probably doesn't, but still. Number or had its fun in the sun, there was Roundhouse. Each episode would revolve around everyday problem like first dates. They performed sketches and original sign plastered on smiles. The skits were so rapid fire that it seemed like most of the cast was on speed. Number nine was the Mystery Files of Shelby, if I said Samantha Who earlier, I'm sorry. Um, because it had, Mr. had the girl who played Samantha Wu from California Dreams. I don't, but um, I do slightly remember the show. So the Law and Order SVU is because they've been uh, conditioned of evidence. The Mystery Files of Shelby Woo. Actually, were awful detectives in real life. Shelby was a teenager who... In the police station. She would pick up case files and be like, No proper police training, a license, or even a gun. The police... I 
Pat Morita, wished she'd stay out of it for her own safety, but teenagers uh, told them not to do something. Drugs. Number eight is Rugrats. It's weird to think that a show about a bunch of babies was on Tommy Waddle around like a badass with his plastic screwdriver and escape. Know about anxiety issues. Angelica was an OG blonde beach in her mom Charlotte looked like uh, Iggy it's time. But it's kind of seemed like the depicted, right? Like every episode was just um, parking the babies and play with them? Something? Number seven was The Secret World of Alex Mack. Chemical spilling home from her first day of junior high when a speeding trunk full of chemicals on her instead, she develops telekinesis, can zap electricity from her fingertips, and can melt into a puddle. All because some guy couldn't be bothered to... Number six on the list is The Ren and Stimpy Show. Without Ren and Stimpy, would there be a credit for helping create a, sat a satirical cartoon aimed Stimpy had its fair of sexual innuendos and violence? At the force-fed an educational program which eventually led tours of Pete and Pete. This is probably worth dedicated fan base and is often referred to as one of the best children's shows ever written. Got caught up on the fact that two brothers had the exact same red-headed boys, Pete and Pete. Granted, the mother did have a male plate in her head and be like, how about Gary? Or Literally, any other name besides Pete. Who do they think they are? George Foreman and naming all his... And a lot of fans, including myself, still would what had happened 20-some, 30-some years later. It's fashion on TV. If you close your eyes, you can still hear her best friend clatter into her room. On that note, what family allows that? Green outfits? Everyone could relate to Clarissa with her annoying brother having to battle pimples. Well, maybe one half of the population could relate to the latter. See my point? Number three, and I still say this is elementary school was great because making friends was easy. Just ask, who loves orange? They do. They do. They really, really do. Despite the internet together again, which is more Kenan Thompson's choice, the 90s help but pray for a Kenan and Kel reunion. There is one, or this is one, Brom through all that and Good Burger together. How could you give up on us an Amazon Echo if you trigger it by saying the killer uh, Alexa was Echo or who loves orange soda, and it will reply with the iconic statement. Who on the list is all that? All that was a kid's version of humor isn't as gut-splitting as it would be when you were, was when you were nine than it appears to be now, which, but you can't deny laughing uncontrollably at some of the great skits, like Bag and Sag and Barry, Beth Densberg's uh, vital information for your everyday life. Perrier Escargot 
or Ask Ashley with Amanda about music acts on their show, such as TLC. Out, the number one show on the list, and by far probably one of my favorite. Submitted for the approval of Dave's Nerd Compendium listeners, the actual article says complex readers, we present, so the show isn't as scary as you recall, but it's still childhood nightmares. Who saw a dozen frozen child ghosts looking for a sweater to children following a young boy after he steals his red nose and is scars? Which, on a side note, how the heck does what 10-year-old, here we go, what 10-year-old could get a box of, I should have read the next statement instead of making my personal side note. We're trying to convince, bring a jacket, steal a box of cigars from your own hobo killer clown, don't trust lonely kids because they're probably, are you afraid the dark holds us captive in nostalgia? Maybe it's because you just feel a little braver for watching it. When we were kids, or maybe society. And now, every episode of Are You Afraid of Exactly Where Your Worst Fears Stem From? So, that, folks, that is your snick. Uh, break down your uh, rundown of all the shows and when they aired, how they aired, and everything, even the ranking of all the different snick shows by the panel that worked for Complex. Did I mention your favorite Snick show? Do you remember any Snick shows that I didn't talk about? Heck, what was some of your favorite episodes of uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Ren and Stimpy, all that, Clarissa Explains It All, or any of the other awesome shows that was on Snick? Email me. Message me on Facebook. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, anything. Let me know some of your favorites. I'll check them out. And, heck, it, this actually spawned a new show that I'm working on with a bunch of different guys. I'll give you a little hint. We're actually re-watching all of... Are You Afraid of the Dark? And doing our own commentary on it. You've heard of uh, Rift Tracks. You've heard of Mystery Science Theater 3000 or MST3K. Well, you will soon have your own Pod Bros exclusive show called Pod Tracks. Where we will go and watch movies and TV shows from our childhood or that have been suggested to us from fans and friends and we will watch it and commentate on it. We will tell you guys when to press play so you can hear us make jokes. Alright, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. All one word, no apostrophes. 
You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on PodPros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can read it and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly. And as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd. Overload. Pleasure overload. Excuse me, what do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.